ready, set, go! I hit it. Okay, we're back, y'all. <laughs> we skipped last week we because did. of sports, I think. Yes. So nothing was on. Nothing was on because it was the Super Bowl. Yeah, the only thing we had to talk about was stack of vaginas, which I can't wait to get into. Got questions. So many. <laughs> I'm Lana Williams. And I'm Cassandra Corey. And we have no choice but to just get started. <laughs> Okay, Black History Facts. It's our last week of Black History Facts. And by Black History Facts, I just mean Black History Moments of Bravo. Uh, Bravo specifically, <laughs> History. We're not covering all the other Please stuff. Please don't come here. Please don't slide into our DMs talking about Mary McLeod Bethune. <laughs> we can't. That is another podcast. It's not what we're here to do. We are here to entertain, not educate. Um... I, so speaking of educated, mine is just the Married to Medicine franchises. And I just, it's not even a moment. It's just like, they're so fun. And just if you haven't, give them a watch. I think they're an underrated series. But there's great characters with great lines doing great things. It is really art mm-hmm. it's and they're so fun and smart and rich and not rich and like it's just it's just great to fucking see and the la one as well we had dr Amani who was like beyond like truly, everything you could want truly to be a, woman a woman not of this world in how spectacular and just it it's just it gives you so much it's so fun and silly and joyful and light and like also really intense and wild. It's great. It's great. So I just I wanted to give them a shout out and a little love. Okay, it's wild that you said that because mine is also a married to medicine shout out, Black History moment. Um, so mine is in season five. At the end of season five, we find out that like Doctor Simone and Cecil are splitting up. And during the reunion, they're, like, having, like, their regular reunion, but then they, like, bring the husbands out, and Cecil and Simone say that they've separated. The entire rest of the reunion gets derailed because the whole cast was, like, we're going to fix these issues right here, right now. We're going to talk about all of this and get this out. We are going to fight for y'all's marriage in the same way that we would fight for ours. And it was just so beautiful. And it was such a great moment of community. And I was very proud of fucking Andy Cohen for noticing what was happening and just taking a step back like you truly see him just like sit there and like watch this whole thing play out and then like at the end of the reunion Cecil and Simone both commit to go to therapy together and like now I think they're on like year 25 of marriage and like better than ever and just the cutest couple in the world I love it so much I love that See, it's such a great show. It is. And um, they just wrapped season nine. I just saw like a picture of Toya and Anila, and I was like, oh, 
plot twist, they're actually friends. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I can't wait to watch. All right, let's get into it for real. Okay, here we go. With a stack of vaginas, go into it right now. Orange County. Orange County. What the fuck is a stack of vaginas? It, it was like, no, to Noella, it was like a thing that you see all the time. Like, to Noella, it was like a threesome. Like, it was just something you hear about all the time. You know? Uh-huh. But, like, how does that even work? Right. But to, like, everybody else, they were just, like, so confused. Like, we were all, like, no one, like, that doesn't, I've not seen that. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe if he was as tall as Lamar Odom, like, maybe that could work. But, like, how he's, tall is Sweet James? Yeah, but he's, like, bending over, you know? But, like, how, stacks on stacks on stacks. That's a lot of, ooh, ooh, breasts. Yeah, I mean, it was just three very thin women. I don't think it was, like, super high. <laughs> Here I am picturing, like, a Dr. Seuss tower of vaginas. I mean, she showed a picture. It didn't look that high. <laughs> it was just like odd. And then it was like, she first, it was like his present. And then it was, and then it was like her fantasy. Like it was like her, like she wanted it, not him, is what she said later. Yeah, she was into it. And like, cool, but she's just like a weirdo McWeirderson. <laughs> Which brings us to this week. And should we just, like, start talking about, I mean, I feel like we should just keep on with Noella because she caused this, like, big kerfuffle at Shannon's luncheon where she forgot to order the food. (laughs) I think she forgot the appetizer. The appetizer, the appetizer. And then she made the cater waiter who was there just to serve the food, finish preparing the sauce, <laughs> and then to plate everything. Yeah. And he was just like, cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was like a very stressful, like, she's like, this is why I don't do lunch. I need the whole day to prepare. She's like so stressed out trying to make her cauliflower rice. Like, it was just a lot. So neurotic. So neurotic. But we will get to her neuroses. Dr. Jen shows up. (sighs) Dr. Jen shows up to this party because my king, Ryan, (laughs) not your king, has been like, I'm out. I'm team Ryan. I'm, I'm, I'm not even calling him Ryan. I'm team Ryan. Wow. Dr. Jed sucks. Yeah. Like her own daughter didn't even want to be around her. Oh my God. Cece's an icon for the ages. (laughs) That is a kid I'd like to watch. Cause she, her contempt for her mother. Hates her mother. And just this like. This child, you guys, she changed her name. At a year and a half. Y'all, I, I have a two-year-old, and, like, at a year and a half, the idea that my kid would have changed their name is, like, wild. Like, they barely know their name is them. Like, <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> they barely know their name is them. Yes. And she just even then knew I would have like fucking piss off my mother this way. She's she, gonna change the world. I think she's little like, Cece, I adore her. I hate my mother. My dad just runs around topless. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want yeah, to. Yeah, like, I'm obviously in charge here. <laughs> like, it is like a boss bitch energy in like a six year old that is spectacular. Really, I love it. Like, we she, root for Cece. She's everyone in her family. Like, she's like, why am I here? She truly, like, deeply knows in her body that she is better than her parents. <laughs> She's like, if this is the bar, I'm exceeding. I we want love CC. Nothing to do with them stay over there. Thank <laughs> you. Um, but yeah, Dr. Jen just sucks. And, like, I truly don't care about her divorce. But I wish her the best yeah it just doesn't seem like she knows what she wants or she cares that much like i know it's just kind of her like thing but it's i I don't get it i don't know what's happening she's so confused yeah i don't know that the show was for her I love that Heather is being a good friend to her, though. Yes. Heather is such a good person. Heather's such a good person. Heather's, like, first of all, I am Kat. Like, <laughs> Kat, that, like, middle sibling scene at at dinner mm-hmm. was so me. Like, I felt my middle child in Kat in that, like, so strongly. And then, but then, like, Kat gets to come out to, like, Heather Dubrow, who's, like, so desperate to love her kids for whoever they are supposed to be. God, she's a great fucking mom. Mm-hmm. Those kids are great and normal and they fight like normal fucking kids. Truly normies. And it's just like a delight to see. And they get it. And like Kat's like in on the joke. Like she just like knows her parents are really funny, wealthy. She like knows it's really funny. Like she's just like, I don't know, her kids are fucking cool. And they're like all queer. All queer. <laughs> they're all queer. <laughs> Except and, Nikki. I don't know what's going on with Nikki. And I kind of respect that about Nikki. Yeah. He's just like, mm, y'all do what y'all are going to do, and I'm going to be over here, like not paying attention. He's very level, that Nikki. Nikki. Nick. 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 <laughs> Nick. He's my Nikki. Also, speaking of how Heather is a great person. She shows up to Shannon's house with a Baccarat crystal bowl full of edibles. This is a note for all of my friends. (laughs) And especially you. If you don't walk into my house with a Baccarat crystal bowl of edibles, you're not welcome. You come to my house every week. And you don't bring me a crystal bowl of edibles? Do you need me to bring it every week or like once? I mean, I'd prefer every week, but I'll just take it once. But I don't have that many crystal bowls. You know what? Well, like if you go to Baccarat and get me a bowl full of edibles, which is like, I know where you get your edibles. So like, 
this is a moot point. <laughs> but anybody else? Anybody else who comes to my house better bring me a crystal bowl full of edibles. I'm wearing crystal balls. Oh, oh my god it was just it was a great hostess guess and i also think that shannon a look with microdosing is my favorite shannon as well she's so like she just like leans into the funniest silliest quirkiest truest parts of herself that are just so fucking delightful and it gets rid of all the fucking annoying shit she was just like pass the cookie <laughs> I just like loved she was just she sat better in her body. It is like the medicine this woman needs. God bless the editors. Because I feel like they portrayed Shannon as being in outer space, which I frequently visit <laughs> outer space. And my world moves at the same pace as Shannon's <laughs> world in that moment. <laughs> But God bless them for all splitting, like, an edible split seven ways. <laughs> bless them. Um, I still love Emily. Yeah. Like, I love that Emily is just so no-nonsense. She doesn't care. She told Noella, like, we've heard enough. <laughs> and I guess we're back to Noella. We've heard enough. We have actually heard enough. And I get that you're going through a big thing, but like we, like I'm watching a television show, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Like we can't, we can't, I can't hear about this a whole, for a whole season. It's not that interesting. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta give me something, it's certainly not in your freshman season. Like you gotta give me something to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And all I've got is just like crazy, crazy boots. She's pretty. She's pretty, but like not I, enough. The way she moves her face makes I don't enjoy. So it's like know. crooked. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like it's something about it. It's inauthentic, perhaps. And then I think we just end the episode with like this whole like is Shannon friends with Gina? Is she not? But like Emily's point. You know, I will always stick by Emily. However, Emily's point where she was saying like, oh, you felt kind of like off when Gina was talking about her skincare. Shannon was literally just high as fuck. She was just in outer space. She had no idea what was happening. She checked in for maybe 2.5 seconds and was like, gotta go by. Like, she didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I think if someone just reminded Gina that Shannon was high, she wouldn't care anymore. <laughs> really? You know what I mean? Like, I yes. think if she wasn't high, it was kind of rude. But when you, like, think that she is, it's like, she was just, like, in another space. It wasn't at all in response to you, I think. Exactly. Anything else about Orange County? No. Shall we move on to Miami? So last or last week when we took off, we did get one explosive moment with Adriana 
and Larsa Pippen and God bless her Kiki. Kiki was just there. Love Kiki. <laughs> Kiki was truly there. But Adriana decides to tell this wild story about how she's seen Kanye's dick. <laughs> We're back. My bad. There's a little laugh intermission. We loved it. Okay, Adriana was talking about how she saw Kanye's dick to Larsa. And it was just, like, so wild, but, like, brought us to this, like, great moment of, like, Larsa finally having to address whatever it is that happened with the Kardashians. Yes. Yeah. It was... It was all odd, right? Like, Adrienne is, like, so pushy with the story in a way that's just kind of not necessary. Correct. Like, she could have just stopped telling the story. Like, you can kind of get why Larsa wouldn't want that film to, like, be in that conversation. Like, it's setting her up to be in a bad position. Mm -hmm. Larsa! And she's being, like, (laughs) strategic, right? Um, I'm so sorry, but this is why I appreciate Adriana because we, she said I saw the tweet, Lars. Oh god! Oh my god, you guys! Oof! Sorry. Lars's from from Lars's perspective, she's trying to rebrand herself, right? True. The show is yes, about yes, yes, yes. her rebranding her image. Yes. So that's what she's trying to do. Yes. So people bring up the shit that she's trying to rebrand from, yes. right? Yes. She gets fucking pissed. It's like yeah. a quick trigger, like you're coming for my money, and something snaps at her, and she's like, we're not doing this. Yeah. Or she's like... Fuck, I signed an NDA. Yeah, she's like, I'm getting in this car. You're not about to come for my money. Exactly. <laughs> like, and I respect both sides of it, honestly. Like, I'm glad Adriana brought it up, and I just, like, also love that Larson was like, peace the fuck out. I'm not doing it. I'm out. And she just, like, hopped in her car and drove home without, like, she didn't blow up. She didn't cause a scene. She didn't scream in the restaurant. She just carefully, like, got up and got in the fucking car. I do love it about her. She's very calm yeah. in a messy situation. Mm-hmm. Which, like, it's like a very, like, Gia. Like a Gia yeah. Judice. Like, she's very calm, and I wish I had that kind of energy. Yeah. But I meant, like, a... Uh-uh. A tiff? I meant a cause of complete destruction. Bitch, we're rolling on the ground. Right. Like, no, I probably won't really fight, but I will, like, literally, like were like stream words i will scream and get in people's faces and cause complete fucking chaos i'd go pull dolores from patterson <laughs> which we'll get to <laughs> dolores from patterson um okay so this week we're at alexia's bachelorette party yes oh we had yes yeah we had gertie's event is what i forgot yes 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 which was beautiful it was that was all. That was all. There was a little drama at the event. And it was Larsa and Adriana. So. Okay. okay I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways. Bachelorette party. 
Um, the conversation at Mary Soul's house. Yes. Before we even get into that, can I please tell you the story? Because I've been waiting for a few days to tell you the story. Yes, please. And I want to tell you in person, <laughs> I had a dream. <laughs> oh my God. I was on vacation with one of my best friends. Shout out to Anna. I was on vacation with her in Tulum and Mary Soul was with us. And we were like trying to figure out like how to get from to Bloom to the airport and we missed the bus and then Marisol and Anna were like oh well why don't we just stay for an extra day and I was like oh can I stay too and Marisol said no and I was so devastated <laughs> wow it was really horrible. I got bullied by Marisol, and I love Marisol. <laughs> Anyways, we're at her house planning Alexia's bachelorette party with Adriana, Kiki, and Alexia's friend. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But when they're coming up with ideas, Kiki was trying to say they should have a penis pinata, but she couldn't think of the word for pinata. So she kept saying, a penis pina colada. <laughs> oh, I love Kiki. I love, I love Kiki. Kiki. Uh, Kiki is always a burst of joy. Yeah. I love her. And I just like, I love also just seeing Marisol and her husband just like making cocktails, just the two of them. I'm like, this is my dream. Like, how do I skip from being like 30 to like retired and like 65 making a cocktail and a caftan? I loved it. And I loved her little um, Coke coasters. With the, with the lines of coke i thought like what a fun she just is like so these fun little elements she just exudes joy and she also truly is the most like i truly don't give a fuck energy i've ever seen you know she's like just genuinely cannot be bothered and it's not in this like fake way where you're bottling up your emotions it's just in this like I don't have time for this. I have fun to have kind of way. She's like, I can't, you can't be in the way of like, exactly. I don't need your bad vibes. It's a good, <laughs> it's a good fucking energy. It is. It is a great energy. Speaking of energy, Adriana and Julia having a dinner, a romantic dinner in the rain where they sat out in the rain and confessed their love to each other. Like, <laughs> just wet hair, romance movie, like just- Like truly a scene out of the notebook, which like, is what they said. Deeply, and just like truly deeply confessing their real love for each other. Now listen, I love my friends. I'm a sentimental gal and I love my friends, like deeply, deeply to my core. And I have told them that many of times but like it has never been 
over a romantic dinner in the rain. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like a lot to watch. They're a lot to watch as friends. And a part of me is just like really happy for them Mm -hmm. to have that kind of like connection with someone. It's like, I think it's really deeply odd and genuine. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like rooting for them. (laughs) It's so weird to watch. It's it is it is weird. I I, I I don't get it. Martina doesn't get it. <laughs> Martina, yeah, has I'm sure has a lot of feelings about it. <laughs> then we finally arrive at the Versace Mansion for Alexia's bachelorette dinner party i don't know what we're doing yeah sounds like a great time i wish i could be there so much i wish i was there lisa runs in crushes the the penis pina colada slash (laughs) pinata like just completely jumps on it and dents both of the balls (laughs) and everybody's like why did you do that And what else happens there? Well, they're all required to wear Versace, which they wear in multiple looks. Yes. Which I love to see, really. I mean, it's just, it's so fun. They all do such a fun job. It's a fucking amazing venue. Mm-hmm. They start out with cocktails. I, I, lo- I would love, like, that's a great fucking friendship. That's a tr- friendship I would go on. I can't afford that. But Will like, you do that for my bachelorette party? I mean, we could maybe do one room. <laughs> like, we could share one big room. We're not, I can't. I mean, just the big room is 2000 a night, right? So then you've got, like, if we added, if we did, like, we rented out five rooms, I think we couldn't afford that. Five rooms? How yeah. many people are coming? I don't know. I don't like that many people. I think you, a lot of people like you. So? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of people you would want to go, though, when you really, like, counted it out. We'll see. Also, like, I'm still single, so. (laughs) Slide into the DMs. Um, We get to this dinner where, like, everybody's in their Versace. Alexia's talking about her Versace look and, like, how she was, like, wearing Versace when she met President Obama. (laughs) She met President Obama with her ex-husband, Herman, or, do you still say ex-husband if they're dead? Yeah, I think so. Late, late husband. Yeah. With her late husband, Herman, and President Barack Hussein Obama (laughs) said, you need to stand in the middle to Alexia because she just looks so beautiful. And he was like, I'm not standing in the middle. But that was the presidential protocol, and he changed it for Alexia. Which, like, duh. Yeah. (laughs) I love that for her, though. What a great story. She's a great life, but also a hard life. But also a hard, hard Hard life. life. Here we are with another day in as the world of Alexia turns. 
and God bless this woman, we are struck with yet another tragedy. Her mother is in the hospital with COVID and she's supposed to be getting married next week. And her son had just told her that her mother was the reason he didn't need to go to therapy. Yes. Because she was like having chats with him. So she's like, lots of reasons to be worried there. Yes. It's tough. But she's going to continue forward and she's going to marry Todd and power on to be great. Yeah. Todd, if she's having sex with three to four times a week, minimum. Go for her. Go for her. I believe it. They're both hot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of people are having that much sex, but I think they have like a, no, real, but they they have have... a real charge to yeah. them. They, like, are having good sex. Yeah, they're having great sex. It's not, like, boring, bad, routine, robotic robotic sex. (sighs) Jesus Christ. We're going there next. I don't even want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Um, Nicole. She tried it. She, like, tried to be, like, cool, calm, and collected. But the bitch came in talking about... Marisol's evil conniving just spewing out the mouth all these like vile things to say about Marisol because Marisol told everybody the truth. Yeah, she is a mess and she in opposition to Marisol who truly does not give a fuck. Mm -hmm. She's like, you don't want to have this conversation? Cool. Like, I'm out. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Truly, right? And Nicole is like, she gives so many fucks and she's trying to act now like she doesn't give a fuck. But it's Mm -hmm. like, if you didn't give a fuck, you don't go around like talking all that shit about her. You said she's like a terrible person. Like her character is bad. Like it just was, she went like really intense in her mind, you know, Mm -hmm. like these mean things. Mm -hmm. Cause she's mean. (laughs) Like she's just like, I don't know. I don't enjoy her. I'd love to see her never again. Really. Hello and goodbye, ma'am. Amen. Amen and amen. Then we were dropped with just one random little bomb where Julia decides to come for Larsa (laughs) because she's offended because she has had multiple babies out of the (laughs) wedlock. Plus Julia. Um, And then... Adriana steps in because she's got to defend her lady's honor. Yes, obviously. And starts coming for Larsa too, saying, I knew you for 10 years. And then you moved to LA, met the Kardashians, and then dropped us. And I just want to say that I love that this all keeps coming back to the Kardashians (laughs) because I am dying to know. What happened to Larsa and the Kardashians? But I don't think we'll ever find out. No, I think you would have to have, like, someone would have to push Larsa pretty hard to, like, full explode, I think, for her to, like, let it slip out. Like, she would have to completely lose control. Larsa! (laughs) (laughs) Do we have anything else to Miami? With that, we are done with Miami. Salt Lake. 
Well, and with this, we say goodbye to Mary Cosby forever. Right? Because she doesn't come to the reunion. So this is Mary Cosby's finale. Which, like, I won't really miss you, but thank you for the great one-liners. Like, when Jenny was yelling at her at the end of the episode, she said, I didn't sign up for you. <laughs> <laughs> but as much as I'm happy that Mary's gone, I'm also equally as happy that the season is over. Yes. I felt like it was dragging towards the end. It definitely was giving me like Beverly Hills where it's just like enough. A lot happened. Like there were episodes that were like four episodes long mm -hmm. in my, you know, just with mm -hmm. the number of things that happened, there was so much screaming. Mm -hmm. It was just a really loud season. It was very loud. That's a great way to describe it. Thank you. Shrill, if you will. Shrill, it was a shrill season. <laughs> yeah. A part of me is just not even really looking forward to the reunions. It's just like, I mean, I know it's going to be excellent television, but. I mean, we're going to watch it. We're going to cover it. It's going to be excellent, honestly. I just am like tired of them. Like, we're done, ladies. Yeah. It, it lacked some lightness and freshness. It had moments, but there was a lot going on. I mean, truly the only good moments belong to Heather Gay. Ugh. Like, not the funeral, but the, <laughs> at the party when she was talking to Justin. She was like, oh, we might be cousins. We have the same build. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Heather, I love you. Your perfect number change. I loved the funeral, though. I felt wow. like I felt like if you haven't, ex like if you don't know what it's like to just like lose everybody, you know what I mean? To like mm -hmm. leave a religion that means losing your family. Mm -hmm. The courage, actually, that she had to just put it together, like knowing that like her mom and her family wasn't going to show up. Mm -hmm. Like she built it anyway, mm -hmm. knowing that she was going to endure pain. And that's really fucking beautiful. And I think she's, I'm just like glad she's told her story in the way that she has with the grace that she has. And I think she's like real strong and she's really fucking funny. And I love it. And I love it. Like now that we're past this, we like get to see her like grow more and more. Mm -hmm. I want more and more seasons of her. I mean, she's going on Norwegian cruises with Vikings or something, according to the end credits. We love it. We love <laughs> it. I love her life for her. Um, Mar not Marisol. Meredith. Meredith. Her family is fucking tragic. And like... Not in like a, oh, like a Sarah McLaughlin, like sad kind of way. It's just like a pathetic, tragic. Like when they were doing that like photo shoot and she's like trying to pretend that she's like so woke, so liberal. Everybody's like wearing these t-shirts and these stupid, stupid satin pajamas. And I'm just like watching this. Like this is so performative. Like, yeah. You guys are truly terrible humans. 
And I feel like she watched all of the other franchises or franchisees or whatever the word is, all the other ones, Mm -hmm. and saw how easily some of the families integrated their, like, how some of the wives integrated their families into the show. Like, Gigi and Bella. Mm-hmm. Look at where they are now. Like, would they be where they are now without the show? Who's to say? Right. But, like, I feel like she saw, like, that kind of trajectory or, like, even a Brielle Beerman. I'll take a Brielle Beerman over, what's his name? Brooks. Brooks. Any day. Yeah. I... I literally wrote performative allyship as well. It just felt, even her whole thing with like, people always ask me when I'm doing a men's collection. I'm like, no one has ever asked you that. (laughs) Why would anyone fucking ask you that? It's just so stupid. Could you imagine asking an accessory designer when they're doing a men's collection? Like... There's no difference. If I saw Meredith Marks, I'd say, when are you doing a men's collection? Ugh. And then we just have to, like, suffer through. They were so posy, as Lisa Barlow said in her rant, right? Like, it's so fake. And that thing with Brooks and his sister, where he's, she was like, this feels oddly sexual, and I don't like it. And he's like, hey, just go with it. Like, it was just so, like, that's weird. Yes. That's, like, they're all just, like, cringy. Yes. And also, Meredith Marks, queen of diversity, apparently. You had zero body diversity, so, like, fuck your menswear line or whatever the fuck it was. Nobody wants it. Goodbye. I'm disengaging. Also, just, like, give money. Don't do this. Like, this is about you. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, how much money is... Who did she even give it to? Trevor Project? Glad. Glad. <laughs> I knew it was an HRC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very glad it was not, actually. Um, but yeah, that's pathetic. Yeah. Whitney and Justin. So we get Whitney's ass. It's a lot. And it's such a... It's so, like... <laughs> tropey and she's just in her little like red like i don't know and they do a sex painting and it's just like i don't we didn't need to see it though babe i feel like if cole's ever decided to make porn (laughs) like that would be it oh my god that's perfect like please i'm making that amazing (laughs) like that's it Cole's ever decides to do Like, it was just so, oh my God. And it's like porn for Utah. So it's perfect. Yeah. It was just, oh my, come on guys. No, we don't, we don't need this. Yeah, it just wasn't necessary. We could have done without it. And then she's like straddling him on the couch and the, at the Vita party. It's like, we, we don't need to see it, babe. You could just tell, she could have just told us on the reunion, like, we're having great sex now. 
five times a week and we would have fucking believed her. It, we didn't need to watch it happen. In the same way she told us that she was having robotic sex. Right. Like it did not need to be your storyline. We didn't ask for that. She just had like a, she did a lot, a lot of great moments in the season, but that this was not one of them. Oh. I hate these housewife sex montages too, in general, whenever they happen. And the words of Mary Cosby, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we just get into the Vita party? Yeah. First, we have Lisa showing up in this like tricycle car. Oh, I loved it. I did not. <laughs> Do you know what? The other day, we saw someone driving in one of those. It was all black. And I was like, God, it's so stupid. And then I watched the episode the next day and I was like, wow, so stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. When you see it in real life on the fucking road, you're like, that's so dumb. I mean, yeah, probably. I would it's say not that. necessary. But like if I'm riding in one, I'm like, everybody's looking at me. <laughs> okay, fine. I won't. But you're not even like I it's like you could just be in a nice car instead. It's so silly. But it was open air. <laughs> I didn't love it. I don't love it. <laughs> the outfits. And by the outfits. I just mean Seth in his Reagan Bush t-shirt. Well, we love that we went from the Glad photo shoot to the Reagan Bush t-shirt, which he just had in his closet. Of course. Yeah. Because they both voted for them and they both voted for Trump in 2020. I guarantee it. Pull the records. <laughs> Somebody do it. I will, I will pull your giving history tomorrow. <laughs> it is public. <laughs> And then we have a fight between, it started between Whitney and Mary. Right. But So Whitney's trying to like apologize to Mary mm -hmm. just for saying that it was a cult. Mm -hmm. And Mary's like not having it and not really listening. And she tries to pull her aside. And then Jenny comes out of nowhere. Like... Because Mary had walked in and not said hello to Jenny. Mm -hmm. And Jenny was ready to fight. Like, she was so aggressive. She's like throwing a glass. Okay, first of all, Mary did not say hi to Jenny. But Jenny did not say hi to Mary either. Right. So, like, you want to get fired up over something that you did too? But yeah, she threw this glass and Jen Shaw in all of her glory was just like, I did that last year. <laughs> <laughs> and I threw it further. Yeah. Which like, thank you, Jen. Yes. Um, But like it started because Mary said, look at her getting all hood. <laughs> <laughs> And Jenny said, did you just call me getting a hood? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jenny, God damn it. I wish I could just kick you over the field goal. It's, um, 
it, it's also our goodbye to Jenny, I believe, which is also great. It, it's oh, like, yeah. and she just went out shrieking. It was just not. I like someone who knows the art of a good fight sometimes instead of just like screaming and like performing and weakly throwing a glass. It just doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Ugh, neither of them. It's like you can't pick a better loser. They're just both terrible. You're right. And with that, I'll tell you, you know who knows the art of a good fight? Dolores Catania in The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Did you have anything else to say about no. Salt Lake? No. Because I mean the segue. Let me just start with, like, one quick quote from a Frank Catania. Dolores is a street fighter. She bit through a woman's fingernail. End quote. When Jackie decided to pipe up for no good reason, and then the switch in Dolores's brain, mm-hmm. you saw it. Like, we actively saw it. And, like, this little girl just got big, 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 big. And everybody was terrified. I would be terrified. I would be terrified. <laughs> I would be like, this is it for me. Yep. Goodbye. This is a great life. No, I mean, Frank, Frank saw it and he ran over to like save her life. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, to I'm save like, you. Jackie's, Jackie's life. <laughs> no, to save Jackie's life 100%. He was like, I, this is about to go very bad very quickly. Because Jackie just was poking the wrong bear on the wrong fucking day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Frank didn't even, like, need to say anything else. Like, he just knew, like, he saw the same look in Dolores' eye that we saw. And was ready to go. Yeah. <sighs> Jackie is pathetic. That's all I have to say. I can't even talk about Jackie, really. It's too much. If you guys want to talk about Jackie, just go look at every other Bravo account that's, like, run by a white woman, and she'll be praising Jackie for her bravery. But we're not going to do that. Not today. Not today. Um, Yeah. Let's just move along. I just want to go back to Frank for a little sec. Yes. Oh, my God, please. (laughs) With Mara at the dinner with, like, the kids and Frank is talking about like banging his girlfriends and how the kids are like, Oh, you can't bring your girlfriends to the house while we're there. (laughs) He's talking to Frankie about like having a ball gag in his room all the while drinking like the fruitiest drink I've ever seen. A tequila mockingbird with like an umbrella, like the jury has an umbrella in it. Which, like, also, like a couple episodes ago, he got like an apple teeny or like something. Like, 
That's, he does what he also ordered a pina colada on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's a fruity drink. <laughs> oh god. I love Frank. Um uh, I love that Gabby calls Frank Frank when she talks about him. It is such a power play and like a, a woman who can set a fucking boundary. Cause she's like you're my dad, but like also know who the fuck you are. Like you've never lived with me. Like me and Hank, but me and Hank have lived together it's different. for 18 years. It's different. It's different. It's different. <laughs> different. Hers is more of like a I'm gonna just make sure you're a little bit in your place. That is the thing I've noticed. It it it, it, it was a thing. Um also one of Annie's friends went to vet school with Gabby. Yes. I think she's fine. Regular. I would bet she's fine. They're a beautiful family. I think the, I think she seems like she... They're a well-adjusted yeah. family. Yeah, and she seems like she really has her head like on straight. She's just like doing what she wants to do. She's just like powering through. She's like not letting people be dicks to her. I dig it. She just loves dogs. She just like loves me. Dogs. Like that fucking weirdo. <laughs> Melissa's a money grubber. Did you see in the clip where like she was talking about Jennifer and she was like the fact that she would come for our livelihood. It's like bitch you only care about money. It was just like too the stuff with Jen is too much. It's like she finally gets a break from Jackie, and then it's Margaret, and she finally gets a break from Margaret, and now it's like it's Melissa. It's like no one's gonna just give her a break all season. It's like it's just leave her alone. Yeah, it was just a mean thing to do. Can let's like everybody chill out. Like little Tracy finally stood up a little <laughs> at one point. Little Tracy. Little, little Tracy. But Margaret's such an asshole. The whole thing, and Melissa's such an asshole about it. It's just, it's not fun. Also, Melissa's a lesbian. Melissa would very much like to have sex with women. Women, like, it's just, <laughs> yes. if you always get drunk and want to fuck women, you like aren't that straight. Like, hate just, to break it to you, baby. <laughs> it's just like not. That's just like not how it works. It's fine. Like when Dolores and Melissa tried to finger back me. Like, I, I said this when we were watching Ultimate Girls Trip. I was like, Melissa's yeah. a fucking warny ass lesbian. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Melissa, just go for it. I guarantee you it'll be 10 times better than whatever Joe is working with. You can guarantee that too. I mean, I can't. I can guarantee, yeah. I can. I was going to say, did you just say I can? I can. Okay. I, mean, I can. C-A-N. C-A-N. Yes, <laughs> I can. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we are at the beach with everybody's at the beach. Everybody's at Jenks, which is where they used to go on Jersey Shore. <laughs> Shout out to anybody else who's still watching Jersey Shore. <laughs> because I I'm not am. still. 
No, 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 it's still on. I, I did not know it was still on. Oh my god, I actively watch it each week. I record it. Oh my god. The and situation told them that they were going on like a vacation to Cuba. And like people were like on planes to go to Cuba. And they were like, oh, surprise, we're in the Florida Keys. So we had to call people and be like, oh no, don't go to Cuba, come to the Florida Keys. What? <laughs> Fly to Cuba, is it? Ask the situation. In a pandemic? Ask the situation. Oh, Lord. Um, so we're at Um, okay. I love Jen and Teresa. Teresa walks into Jen's house and is just like, I've got all these people at my house. Can I move the party that's supposed to be at my house to your house tonight? And Jen's like, yeah, sure, whatever. That's insane. If you did that to me, I would spiral. He would never do it to you. <laughs> I'm sure that they had texted about it before or something. I hope. And yeah, they just had to like placate for the producers. Yeah. Okay, so this barbecue. Louie. I googled the rumors about Louie. Like at what everybody's talking about. Did you Google it? No, I just don't care. I just think we should leave Louie alone. Truly leave Louie alone. Like, all of the articles were like, he's a Lothario. He likes to have sex. Good for Louie. Like, he is insatiable. Cool. Teresa is satisfying him right now. So let's move on. <laughs> it's just like not that serious and I, and you just see I think this is also Melissa and Joe you see how terrible they are like mm-hmm. just fucking have her back mm-hmm. like why are you causing why are you stirring this up mm-hmm. you should do that yeah. like you should just say she's happy Yeah, let her be and they, for Melissa to read that text message yeah. in front of all of those mm-hmm. people that's shitty it's shitty it's shitty, shitty. She's just stirring the pot, and it's not fucking fun. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it. Mm-mm. I like Melissa so much more on Girls Trip, where she could just be, like, a flirty queer lady, you know? She would try to go down just on Kenya. drunk and fun, you know? I just, this isn't... Making TikToks. Ugh, it's just yucky. Grow up, Melissa. Yeah. We're over you. Anything else with Jersey? Oh, Justin Margaret's Joe is messy. <laughs> he is messy. <laughs> the other men are like, I like Louie, and he's like, what about the rumors? It's like, he's really just doing his wife's bidding. I was supposed to say, look who he's married yeah. to. And he didn't reach out to Dr. Bill to check on him. He was the only one of the men who did it, and I think it's real shady. Look who he's married right. to. It's shitty. It's shitty. They're horrible people. They're horrible people. Even the way that, like, she was talking to Jennifer about, like, how their affairs were different or whatever. And the way, was she right that Jen should not be concerned with what other people think? Yes, 100%. But the way that she was going about justifying that was, like, really patronizing and, like, gross. Yeah. 
and it was very white. Yes, very colonizer. It was very like, oh, how sweet. You're still upset about these little things? Like, I've evolved past that. And it's like, you don't understand her community. Like, you don't understand what this woman's lived experience is. Like, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Let her care about the things she fucking cares about. Let and go her on her carry... own goddamn journey. Exactly. Let her care about the Syrian Orthodox community. Also, the way that Margaret said Syrian Orthodox community, it was just like, shut up. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, she's awful. I, I don't. I'm over her. We're over you. And then Teresa leaves the house over something with Louie. Yeah. She, she continued at the end. Because Louie's not coming. She gets pissed at the producers. I wouldn't want to go either. Yeah. Like, they're all stirring up this nothing. <sighs> yeah. Okay. We're done. We're done. What did we miss? We did it all. Now so, we still have 90 days. 90 days. Okay. Oh my god. We also forgot to do our black history moment. Okay, we'll do it. Okay. 90 days. Yeah, okay. So we are just at before the 90 days. So Gino and Jasmine. It all exploded. It all explodes. And then comes back together? Some way, somehow. I mean, it was epic like she kept leaving and screaming and coming back and they she snatched his hat off and she left again and she walked around all night and we see her like crying on a beach chair on the (laughs) beach like in the morning like she's been out on the beach crying all night on his beach chair Mm -hmm. like it's just wild Mm -hmm. and then she has to go back to the room because she forgot something and then they make he apologizes and they make up and now she's taking him to meet her mom yeah like what what because he sent naked pictures of her to his ex-girlfriend excuse me they were not nudes they were topless photos just topless yeah they they were not nudes (laughs) bitch they were fucking nudes gino they were naked photos that she sent to you I fell for Jasmine for like a for a few seconds there. I used to mean I still feel for her, but now I'm confused. Yeah, I'm like, no. Also, like it's not worth it to come here. We got truckers. It's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> it's got its faults. Um <laughs> Mike and Jimena. Oh my God, sweet, sweet Mike. Sweet Mike. Oh, bless him, my heart. So Jimena's now like talking to Mike less and has um, asked him for money for a boob job. Well, Mike is like trying to get better at organizing and putting things away and like not farting. (laughs) All that good stuff. He's doing so well. So he decides to go and surprise her, but not surprise, just like gave her like only, I think, a few days notice. Mm -hmm. And um, she just like doesn't come to the airport to pick him up. And she's just like 
not into him. Like she's so irritated that he's there. She wants to go out dancing the night he gets there. And then he wants to go home at midnight because he has, he has to work. work in the morning because he's working remotely. And she's like, no, she's like, okay. And she puts him in a cab and she stays out until 9 a.m. And then he was upset the next morning. And she's like, I don't know why he's upset. Like, I got him home safely. Oh, my God. Could you imagine being out till 9 a.m.? Can you imagine just, like, trying that hard to not have sex with somebody? You just, like, stayed out till 9 a.m.? I mean, if they're farting on you. (laughs) I mean. But, like, if I was out till 9 a.m., at least I would be up early enough to go to call your mother. True. I get a bagel sandwich. I want to be able to see one right now. Me too. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so Mike's fucked. Yeah, poor Mike. It's going to end bad. Um, ben <laughs> and Mahogany. Fucking Mahogany. This bitch is real? Yeah. And like speaks great English (laughs) like did not want to be present she did not want to be anywhere near Ben hates him hates him well she just shows up with the confidence of a woman who hasn't been putting millions of filters on her photos (laughs) I mean like she's a beautiful woman but she just was like that's not what the pictures look like, babe. <laughs> and she just shows up like she's the prize and she's like kind of grossed out by him. And it's all you can just like feel how she just like is so over it. And even her accent felt a little like Anna Delvey. Like it was like <gasps> kind oh, of. Oh, not Anna Delvey. <laughs> Do you know though? It was kind of like a, it's kind of American. And span like you know what I mean? Like she like has these moments when she speaks English that sounds so American. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> like so like Kardashian age, you know? And then it's like, I don't know, it's a weird, there's something very weird about her accent. She weirds me out. Yeah. But we met her. Lila Corey knew she was real. She's I- real somewhere somehow. Yeah. And she's about to just like tear this man's heart to shreds. <laughs> He's just like really trying to make it work with her but i mean at least he can go home and say she was, she real. was real like at least i didn't get catfished even if i got dumped exactly cool that's a step up what a world speaking of getting dumped the exact opposite happened to kimbali <laughs> i mean despite all odds she's getting it in the african way <laughs> <laughs> The way he's like, oh, you have a feeling in your throat. I was like, what is happening? (laughs) It was when he clicked, like, I'm going to do this. He was like all the way in in like a really too much way. Overtly. He put on a robe and a soldier boy necklace. Let's just say they would not air this poor knuckles. No. 
That's something deep darker. (laughs) (laughs) Primal shit. But she had to, like, beg him. Beg. Like, truly, like, puppy dog eyes. Like, Oliver Twist, please. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know how they used to act in those, like, 90s rom-coms like just this like desperation for each other just like gotta have it just like i'm gonna chase you at all odds like beg you and play the games and make sure you know that you want me it's like whining your way to sex like that does not turn me on like nothing could turn me on fucking less like it's just so gross and sad Mm mm-hmm what a way like oh to walk through the world like that must be horrible you know it's hard out here for some of us you don't walk through the world like that i'm not begging but i might be (laughs) (laughs) i bet it would be cute when you do it are like he's first of all he's working out on the rooftop of the building just like running laps around everything <laughs> mm-hmm. which we love to see and she comes up um <laughs> running laps on the roof of the <laughs> and they're like gonna break up like yes. she was about to confess to him that she had like slept over at her ex-husband's house while they were dating and then he was like i think we've rushed the marriage <laughs> before she could even say what she was gonna say which i love what and then she was like no 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 no." like she's really trying to backpedal but she's really not been kind to him for like a week and if someone i was supposed to marry who i had just met for the first time in my life wasn't kind to me for the first week i was with them i also would not want to marry them me neither So, I mean, glad for Hamza to get out. Have fun in Tunisia. Yeah. I mean, it's probably better than Detroit. Not gonna lie. <laughs> you know what? His mom really loves him. He seems like he's got a nice life, a degree. You, you know, he's fine. The food is definitely better. Was he Detroit pizza? Fuck Detroit pizza. I hate Detroit pizza for dinner. Literally. You had it? Yeah. It was- I yeah. From where? Well, we had like a frozen old pizza. Uh, <laughs> but I like it though. Someplace. We need to talk about this later. That's like a trend. I hate it. I hate like a thick crust. <laughs> I digress. I digress. Tell us how you like your pizza. I don't know. Um, I think that's it for before the 90 days. Okay. Now it's time for shout outs. Okay. Um, so one of my shout outs is to the Project Runway finale, which was last week. It was like the first time it was four women on the finale. And I thought it was a beautiful fucking finale. I would have taken away Tommy Hilfinger's like very white cis male energy from that judging panel. Like how he was just like 
monetizing everything and like, oh, I'd love to have all you ladies work for me. We don't love to see that. <laughs> I wish Elaine had made it. But like, otherwise, I just thought it was a beautiful, I thought they all sh- were just like women who know who they are. And it, I thought it, it just shone. It was a great finale. That's beautiful. <laughs> Um, my shout out this week is also to a Bravo show. My shout out is to the cast of Summer House. Um, last week they had, I'm going to really try not to get emotional because it was such a beautiful moment where like the two new girls who are both black, the two newer girls who are both black were talking about their experience, like being on the show and like being the only black girls like on the cast and like they expressed all of their feelings to like the entire group and the entire group in like the most miraculous way just sat there and listened to them they did not get defensive they did not try to diminish anything that the women were saying and i'm not sure if you know of kyle cook i do kyle cook said one of the most profound things i've ever heard come out of his mouth and it's funny he opened his mouth to speak and the camera pans to amanda and amanda's like don't say anything but kyle said if you all are uncomfortable, then we should be uncomfortable. And it was just so beautiful. And they're all like crying and like promising like to do better. And then this week we see them doing better. Like you see them actively trying to make sure that the two black girls are included and feel welcomed. And it was just so beautiful. And in addition to that, there is a new guy who is Asian and he was talking about how he felt the same. And so they made this pact that they're all gonna like be there for each other. And it is just so beautiful. It made my little heart sore, especially as someone who hangs out in a lot of predominantly white spaces. It's like, that's just all you want your friends Mm -hmm. to do. Like you want them to have your back. You want them, you want a Kyle cook to be uncomfortable when you're uncomfortable and to just like completely be there for you. And it was just so beautiful. And it's so rare to say that about anything race related on Bravo television. I love that. I love that. I my heart pitter-patter. And that's all we got for y'all. So follow us on social media if you don't. We know that you're like the same 20 people, but we love y'all. We love you so much. Um, We're on Instagram. We're starting pod. We're coming to a brunch near you you're coming to a brunch near you oh my god when we get famous that's what we're doing we're totally going on a brunch tour totally we're doing live podcasts from brunch from brunch yeah it's a dream mark our words what's this today
22, 22, 22. No, that was yesterday. It was yesterday, but I am still feeling the manifesting energy. Okay. So that's what we're manifesting. Same. Um, rate and review us, and we'll see y'all later. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.